0: And ninety eight three FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
1: Gentlemen, start your region. <laughs>
0: Impex Pre Owned presents Starts Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and at ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood.
2: Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. From the historic WSPG studios on Garner Road in Spartanburg, South Carolina, where... We are operating under maybe less than ideal conditions this morning.
3: Isn't live radio fun?
2: Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. We're having mic problems. We may be having, uh, phone problems. So, uh.
3: Like I said, loads of fun.
2: We'll do the best we can. I keep touching this microphone here and getting all kinds of crazy noises coming out of it. So, uh, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll do the best we can and, uh good morning alan how you doing good morning we uh gonna have to swing that one back and forth over there i guess to uh to uh have both of you on the show we're a a mic short this morning only it's a different one from last week uh so uh it's my mic that's not working so we it's crazy but we'll try to try to struggle through it and uh listen to uh alan tell some thrilling fishing stories out in the lobby just now which we may have to depend on heavily today since uh if we don't have a phones that that knocks out 40 minutes of the show so we'll uh we'll uh struggle on anyway and greg is here but he decided uh right about airtime to go down the hill and get our ball ticket so we'll do the best we can and uh it's a beautiful morning there's a lot of racing today and a lot a lot last weekend, and, uh... Yeah, we might better
3: tell folks that, uh... Especially the ones old as we are that remember something else when we say ball tickets. <laughs> He's going down to the, uh... little Zippy Mart to get us some lottery tickets from the South Carolina Education Lottery. Not real ball
4: tickets.
2: No. Well, uh, Yeah, we don't want, uh... We're in the county, right? That'd be Chuck Wright knocking on the door. So, anyway... We will, uh... We're not really getting ball tickets. That's just that's just our shorthand. Yeah, that's our shorthand. What we throw out here. Of course, next week we're looking forward to uh, going down to Darlington for the uh, Xfinity race and uh, honoring of uh, Bud Moore's fortieth Bud Moore and Dale Earnhardt's fortieth anniversary of winning the spring race down there in nineteen eighty two, and hopefully. We will have some good guests and some good weather, and uh, we uh, had a meeting yesterday, and it looks like we're going to have to take a table, a tent, some our own electricity.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. And listen, I'm excited for people to be able to see Jeremy Clement's throwback car.
2: That's a beautiful car.
3: Now, there's there's another throwback car similar to his, but this is the, the prettiest paint job.
2: Well, actually, the other one um, is Junior's. earnhardt's car and it's a throwback That's the one that all guy is going to drive number seven and it's a throwback to uh i think a 1986 richard childress
3: Uh, yeah i think you're right
2: chevrolet but uh and i don't know what they've got on there for a sponsor but this thing that jeremy clements has got is uh based on the 82 thunderbird that boxy car that earnhardt drove that year and with Earnhardt being number fifteen and Jerry being fifty-one, I mean, it, it looks Perfect. it makes it look so much uh, yeah like the other car, and it's a, it is it's, it's a beautiful thing, and we now, uh,
3: we have seen pictures, but I know a lot of of our listeners haven't.
2: Yeah, it, it's well, worse. if you, all you gotta do is go to our website, yeah, or, or not our website, our Facebook page. I'm right. not sure it's on the website; it may be. I don't know if it's on the station's website or not, but we have a Facebook page, and Lanny's had that thing up for like two or three weeks now. Oh yeah. And while we're talking about it, Lanny, we appreciate everything you do. Lanny McKinney maintains our Budmore uh, maintains the Budmore Engineering website and our Facebook page, and helps us out. In fact, he's recording the shows. I I just left him the flash drive, so I wouldn't have to take it to him. Basically,
3: he saves our bacon lots of Saturdays,
2: lots of times. So uh, we appreciate all of that, Lanny. And uh, anybody watch Talladega last week? Oh yeah did you watch it uh, i watched it well what'd you think i mean I it was about typical talladega but the watermelon man came through again didn't it uh
5: seas parted and he come right up through there <laughs> and uh it's kind of kind of hard to give up the bottom of that racetrack but he, he did he did he stayed right where he was yep. supposed
2: to be and that the turmoil uh happened above him to his right and uh, he just motored on to the wind
5: i was kind of hoping that 43 would come on through there but uh,
3: i'll tell you what
5: i was kind of rooting for that boy
2: that's eric jones and he did such a great job well, You led, remember uh,
3: last saturday i told you that i was going to give Joey logano the kiss of death well, you did and i did <laughs> early in the race
2: he was out and you texted me that yeah but uh no eric jones led 25 laps in uh, the richard petty car and looked good doing it but just got shuffled out there at the last and ended up sixth i think he was leading coming off the fourth turn but uh a lot happened there uh, as they came down for the, green, the checkered flag. And, and the watermelon
3: man led officially one lap.
2: Yeah, well, that's the only one that matters. Yep. Uh, and he didn't really lead all that lap. And he, when he busted the watermelon, he didn't get a seed caught in the corner of his mouth, so he didn't have to. Well,
3: you know, he said this is a true seedless watermelon
5: this week.
2: <laughs> I, guess, I guess they didn't want to have to have uh, Opie's brother on there again to be interviewed about the watermelon seed.
5: But I did see where he gave a kid up in the stands part of that watermelon. Did Did you see that? that. Uh, He sure did. I think the kid was wanting checkered flag, but I don't think Ross. I don't think he was going to give that up.
2: Well, uh, anyway, it was an exciting race, and uh, so we might as well get to the bad stuff here. Jeremy, in Xfinity race on Saturday, I mean, he was dodging every single wreck out there. They showed slow motion of him on that one crash in the first turn, going through the grass yeah. to miss it. And uh, they showed that in slow motion with Fox Spartanburg looking real good on the side of the car there. But uh, he went through all of that, missed all those wrecks. Most of the big-time competition had been a, a lot of it had been eliminated, and he was staring down the barrel of a good top-ten finish. Uh,
3: a a number-six finish and.
2: I thought he ran out of gas. The last caution flag it showed him and he's sitting down on the inside of the track on the apron stopped as there were. I think they were getting ready to come around for a start. And um, he said, you know, first thing I thought of in the announcers and everything was that he'd run out of gas. But he uh, swears up and down. And I believe him. I mean, he said it was another part failure, some something to do with the fuel pickup. And he said they had plenty of gas. So it's just snake bit
5: yeah he should have had plenty of gas right there where he was at he i say he wouldn't lead in the race but top five and six so he was actually saving gas by you know drafting and that's part of it but uh just just snake bit right now
2: terrible luck and he uh um wound up with a a miserable uh, let me see where he finished here i got it it's uh
3: well, he showed how good of a driver he really is. Oh, man. He's missing his, those
2: wrecks. Yeah. That one when he went from way up on the bank to through the grass. hmm I mean, uh, and not tearing the car up. And uh, that was fantastic. They showed it in slow motion. He wound up 23rd when he, uh, yeah, you know, and you take Dakota cutting the corner. And uh, um, he had another one a week or so ago. I can't remember what that one was, but he's just having so many terrible Things happen to him late in the race, and it's just uh, it's killing him. He only dropped one point from eighteenth to nineteenth uh, in the standings, uh, but he's three points out of eighteenth. But he's twenty-four points out of seventeenth, and to get into the top twelve, where he's got to be, he's eighty-seven points out. And that's just that's, he's going to have to win a race. It looks like be good if he did it next week at Darlington in the in the throwback bud Morcar. car so uh alan is anything happening locally
5: yes we had
2: a little bit locally
5: uh and plus uh had some super late model action here lately uh they raced on uh tuesday night and wednesday night at eldora and then they packed up and they went into bristol last night and uh they still want,
2: got the dirt on huh
5: they still got the dirt on it and uh, a lot of action up there and i'll give you results here yep uh, but a lot of local, you got Cherokee Speedway going to race again tonight. And you got Hare Speedway, uh, Travelers Rest run last night. So, uh, a lot of local action going on and, you know, I know Hank gotten over there at Greer Dragway. They're going to have some stuff going on over there at Greer Dragway if you like straight racing.
2: Well, I don't think weather's going to be a problem. It looks pretty good at the tomorrow looks bad, but, uh. Uh for late in the day I understand, but this looks pretty good out there right now and we'll uh we'll have Alan get us up to date on all the local happenings. But I, I think what everybody in our vast listening audience is holding their breath about is uh the big fish you caught that was thirty three thirty three point one pounds. Yeah. And uh that was early in the month. Now you won this is a Skeeters. Skeeters Carp Lake Skeeters Carp Lake and you won last month for the 21 something pounder yep and so now you got a that wasn't good enough so now you got a 33 pounder and uh the clock's ticking down the final hours and you might be a two month in a row winner
5: might be two months in a row uh tonight about uh i think tonight he goes to 2 a.m so uh it'll actually uh carry over into next month in a way so uh but uh Hopefully, nobody will knock it off the board. I don't believe they will. Uh, they's more if they can't
2: that. get a 21, I don't think they're going to get a 33. Uh,
5: you just never can tell. It's just like, uh, <laughs> I believe you caught
2: the biggest fish in the lakes, is what here. I'm trying to say. Uh,
5: if uh, Ross Chastain led the last, what, 30 <laughs> yards? I mean, you just don't say that. I mean, that's just part of it.
2: Once again, Allen is uh, real good at comparing carp fishing to racing. <laughs>
5: he, he really
3: does and he, he had some exciting times this week. He, what, did you just go two nights? Uh,
5: <laughs> yes, just two nights. Uh, I went down to a new lake down here in Jonesville. A uh, guy spent a lot of money on this lake. It's called Big D's and he may be listening because I uh, talked to him about it and I told him I might throw a plug in here for him today. And uh, But the guy spent a lot of money down on the lake fixing it up and uh, he hadn't got grass growing all the way around the lake and we showed up down there on tuesday night and guy invited me down there that i see every tuesday morning i told him i said how many people's gonna be down there he said oh probably eight ten or twelve i said well the guy's only got 25 spots open so uh, a spot on the lake is about 20, 20 foot wide and you got you got a cable going up the middle of that lake it's got markers on it and you got to, if you choose out number four that means you look at that buoy out there and you got number four to number five out there that you gotta throw your four rods in. And uh sometimes it's about fifty yards out there to that rope and uh you gotta be pretty good when you throw that rod out there. I Not, know you gotta be pretty good. And uh showed up down there Tuesday night and uh Man, it was twenty four cart fishermen down <laughs> there for twenty five spots and uh you draw out by luck of the draw and whenever I got down there. I knew I was in trouble because whenever I give my money, uh, the next golf tee to come out was 13. I said, ah, oh, don't worry about it. 13 going to be lucky for me tonight. You, well, I, guess what? 13 drew out next to last. So next to last drawing out means I had three spots to choose from on the lake. And the pole guy that was behind me, he just sat there and just shook his head. I said, well, me and you is in the same boat together. So I went over there and pegged out, went over there. Got my rod stowed out, and uh guy right beside of me, I hurt my arm, netting his fish all night. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of watched to see what he was doing, and uh, seeing what kind of bait he was kind of throwing. And I You left, brought the wrong bait. I left my bait at home. About like, uh, you know, take all your tires to the racetrack, <laughs> choose what you can. But for me, I I took what been working for me at a different lake down there, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I got... New Lake. I told somebody, I said, I just got a fishing lesson. (laughs) And uh, they just laughed. But uh, went back down there on Thursday night. Did okay. Yeah. Mr. Wilson, he drove up to my shop. He seen the shop door open. And uh, (laughs) he said, I was hoping he was in here working on a race car. I said, no, I'm in here working on some carp bait. (laughs) He just started laughing. He said, I'm driving off. I said, well, drive on off, you know. Uh But uh, went back down there on Thursday night
2: i see. you know got lucky again well have you got more fishing stories because if the phones aren't working we're going to probably need them <laughs> racing and and, racing uh, fishing. and fishing we'll take either one okay but all right. uh
5: we'll save that for later on then but let's get back into some racing
2: all right well first we're gonna do uh is uh take our first break here and uh we're gonna know real quickly whether or not the phones work because i got to call deb williams and if uh we can't have her. You just start pulling out the... Well, yeah. you want to do it that way? We can do it that way and
5: uh, hold the phone up here to this microphone. You Which is she,
2: what we could have done with Donnie Allison if Greg hadn't have run and canceled him so fast. Because
5: Deb's planning on going to the straight track this weekend.
2: That's right. She's going to the four-wide.
5: Four-wide drag racing at Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, like I said, good day to ease up there and watch that.
2: Boy, that's, that's got to be noisy. I heard a guy talking about it on John Boy and Billy. Yep, and uh this weekend he was saying that uh it's not loud for long because uh <laughs> they're doing it 300 miles an hour you know they're yep. gone they're gone the, the noise is down the other end of the track but it is real real noisy for a second or two well let's take our first break and see if the phones work and um we'll be right back on this uh sort of patch together show you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg
0: Big selection, all great, better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for forty-five or even the first ninety days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, eighty-nine eighty-nine Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving, no matter what.
6: Steve and Jerry here from the world famous Beacon Drive In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante. Seventy years. How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey,
7: Plante.
6: Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than A Plante"? All right. Join Steve and Jerry at the world famous Beacon Drive In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local
8: injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who are finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today,
4: 864-757-5555, or visit carolinalawgroup.com
9: Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848.
0: Trackside side, and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to Deb.
2: And welcome back to Start Your Engines. You out there, Deb? Uh, Deb? Well, maybe we are having phone trouble.
3: Uh, sounds like that might be the case, because she sounded good on the headset, the handset that you used to call her.
2: Talk for a minute. Let me, uh, let me see. He's still there. Well, I
3: am anxious to to get started on the picks
5: yep. today. Well, I am too. But uh, one of the biggest things I watched in the last week at Talladega was whenever the boy was sitting there about middle of the pack, and all of a sudden his motor went south, and uh, boy, he was in a he was in a predicament right in the middle of all that people. But uh, then boys showed how they could drive and uh, kind of went right around. It. Oh absolutely. It was really a fun race to watch last week. Right,
2: we're gonna to try to get Deb back here
3: uh, My by old method of getting her on. re engineering the cell phone and holding it up to the microphone. Well,
2: but, here she is calling, I think. But, uh, cover me again.
3: Start your engine. Well, I'm I'm sitting here trying to decide what driver
5: I'm gonna give to the kiss on. of death tomorrow. Yep, they're going to Dover, Delaware this weekend, and uh, Dover's always been an exciting okay. racetrack. And uh, Hendricks, Hendrick's cars are pretty much dominated up there at Dover, but uh, 48 car and all that. But uh, I think Dover's going to be a lot like Martinsville. <laughs> that concrete, I don't think it's going to rub up as much as uh, Martinsville did, so it, it'll probably be a different race.
2: Alan, ring her up there on my cell phone because she's expecting you. She said she could hear me, but... Uh we couldn't hear her we couldn't hear her so anyway the marvels of modern technology Oh, that's just something every week but uh you're gonna have to swing that microphone over there and uh see if we get deb and do it uh, like we did ken schrader earlier and uh and uh season all
5: right hold on here we go yeah put
2: it on speakerphone Uh. there you go Uh, i don't see if i got it turned up all the way okay you there deb i'm here okay uh well this isn't a good way to do it but i guess it's the only way we can do it <laughs> talladega you know, as my mother always
10: said poor people have poor ways
2: well talladega was uh about what we expected but um i tell you what it was uh you know once again uh chastain uh is uh is showing that he's uh He's a top notch driver he uh avoided a lot of trouble all day, he even had some early trouble himself earlier, but recovered in time to lead the last few hundred yards.
10: That's true, and uh he said you know it was hard for him not to make a move there because that's normally what he does and he just by holding it straight, that was the deal that made the difference so um, you know he uh is definitely, he and Daniel Suarez are definitely contenders this year. I think people now need to set up and think about that organization a little bit differently. Well, and I thought it was interesting this week. He said that when they first went in there after buying Chip Ganassi Racing and Ty Norris, who is the, the general manager there, um I don't know if that's his exact title, but uh, he does handle that. And he went in and he told everybody there, he said, we have bought into this new car, and if you don't, then you don't need to be working here. So I think that's obvious that the attitude that exists there is probably the best attitude they've had there in several years.
2: Deb, how many people from Ganassi, uh did he clean house uh, when the when, track house clean house, or did they keep a lot of Ganassi people? Because they're, uh, I tell you what, it looks like they've got it figured out a little bit better than Ganassi.
10: No, they did not clean house. Well, um, I think Justin Mark said last week or earlier this week. I was listening to an interview with him, and I think that I want to say that maybe there's only ten or twelve that left out of the chip Ganassi that
1: was
2: there the the people who were there
10: yeah so they did not go in and clean
2: house well i tell you what that's uh i think it's very refreshing uh i i love to see a new team do well and they are just uh now they've got two wins which puts them right up there at the top of the standings and um uh, you know it's well, you, you know that anybody can win at Talladega just about and uh but they uh they sort of proved it with the uh, with the way they are are just performing every week i mean Chastain's right there all the time, and with two wins you know he's uh he probably now has cemented his way into the playoffs i uh, I don't know if one win will do it for sure, but two will i think well you
10: know he and william Byron are the only two right drivers with multiple wins this season.
2: Yeah, well, that's uh, I tell so you. I
10: think that surprised everybody. But one thing I noticed about Ross Chastain's car, and he and I talked about this at Martinsville, and I noticed it for the first time at Vegas. And he said that was really when it clicked in. Was how it seemed like they got a hold of the handling on that next gen car a lot faster than some of these other teams because. If you go back and watch the Las Vegas race, a lot of those cars are pretty squirrely out there, but Chastain's wasn't. I mean, he could basically put that car wherever he wanted it, and it was just as stable as it could be on that racetrack.
2: Yeah, and he, actually, you know, Chastain, how many years has he been around now? I know he started in Xfinity driving that number 98, but he's, what, like this is his third or maybe fourth year? now you're breaking Back. It. there you go you broke up a little bit there uh,
10: okay well i'm on my way to the drag strip
2: uh, <laughs> you must have gone through that tunnel in downtown charlotte
10: what?
1: you
2: must have gone through that tunnel there they that, that got there in charlotte no 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 no
10: you don't there's not a tunnel to go
2: to the drag strip i i, I that was a joke i know there's oh, no tunnel okay. <laughs> I, I always say that when somebody's phone breaks up no uh uh yeah it, w- it was pointed out before uh we got you on the phone that you were going to the drag strip and uh that's uh is that something now that you write a lot about drag racing as well or is uh this just something more of a recreational thing for you
10: nothing i
2: do is recreational <laughs> <laughs> well hey by the by covering the,
10: an event is work. There is nothing recreational
2: about it. Okay, well that's um, great to hear. But what I was going to say was that uh, I wrote a lot
10: more about drag racing when I was writing for ESPNW than I do now because I was always writing about Alexis DeJoria and Courtney Force and Brittany Force and um, Erica Enders and you know, but. Um, now, I write about drag racing when they're at Z-Max, and then I'll try to go to Bristol when they're there in June. So, I I love covering the NHRA. That's, there's just so many storylines. And, of course, last night, you got John Force setting a Funny Car uh, ET record and then an all-time track record at Z-Max drag- Dragway. In his
2: funny car, and he's seventy-two years old. So you know, it's stories like that you just really enjoy, and they kind of write themselves. Well, you know, it's uh, you just amazed me with uh, your uh, your knowledge, and and just don't spread yourself too thin. And we uh, um, love reading them what you have to say, and uh, and your knowledge uh, covering all of this stuff. And I look forward to seeing you next week at uh, Darlington. I hope.
10: Oh, yeah. Well, I got a cool thing to say yesterday. I had gone down to, uh, Don Schumacher Racing Performance, unveiled a new Crate Henny engine that they're selling to the public. It's got like a 1,160 horsepower, I think it is. Good grief. Uh, it's over 1,100 horsepower, and, uh, it's a Crate engine. And while I was down there, I met the, uh, Fella that won the U.S. Nationals Showstock Championship or U.S. Nationals event in 1970 racing for Sox and Martin. So that was cool. And then on the way back I had detoured around by Tony Schumacher's mm-hmm. top fuel place and who's standing there but Will Lynn who was Dale Earnhardt's tire specialist and Gil Martin who was a longtime crew chief at R- RCR, and of course the time back before he came to Cup, he was Kenny Wallace's crew chief in the Xfinity series, and I worked an Xfinity race on that crew here at Charlotte for a story. Wow! So it was pretty cool to see them. I hadn't seen either one of those men in years, and it was neat running into Will Lynn yesterday, which would have been Dale Earnhardt's seventy fifth uh, 71st birthday.
2: Right, yep. Cause uh, I know Dale's born a year before me, so uh, I was going to correct you with the seventy-five. I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not you know, that old yet, but uh, he was seventy-one. It yeah. just came out wrong. No, I know. I understand. Uh, keep your eyes on the road. Uh, you know, you uh, you did oh, yours. No, I'm,
10: I'm sitting here waiting to get out of the development. Traffic's heavy on seventy-three this morning.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad you got your yard work done last week. This is my week to do it. So uh, I'm glad we're on. <laughs> We're on opposite week yeah, I didn't get all of the uh, done,
10: but, uh, you know I'll get it done.
2: Um, I have the standings here. That uh, can you pull it back up there for me, Ronnie? I
11: lost.
2: I lost it uh, because Alan's got my phone holding up to the microphone, so I had to get Ronnie to pull up the standings on our uh, our pickem. And uh, Alan is leading with sixteen points. Lanny's got fourteen. I've got eleven. Deb, you're right behind me with ten, and Greg, Ronnie, and Jada all have three. And speaking of Jada, since she picked Denny Hamlin every week, he got himself in a little bit of trouble after uh, Talladega trying to uh, trying trying to make a little uh, misguided gag on uh, Kyle Larson. Yes, it wasn't very smart considering that he drives for Toyota. He
10: owns a Toyota team and the fact, of course, what he was picking at was the fact that Kyle Larson is Japanese American and um, I spoke with the Toyota PR person, Toyota Motorsports head yesterday and uh, for those people who don't know exactly what Denny Hamlin did he found an emoji of an Asian woman crossing across multiple lanes of traffic. And I don't remember what he printed on, in the text. But um, the person spent nine hours trying to explain to Denny why it was offensive and finally just said, well, call and name the head of Toyota. And if he th- thinks it's funny, then I'll shut up. And that's when t- um, that person said that Denny Hamlin took the tweet down
2: well you know i i saw some other things about that on the and i don't tweet or any of that stuff i just read some other people's and mike joy had one if i read it correctly and he didn't really think anything was wrong with what um uh denny hamlin said and i, I found that i found it kind of shocking myself because uh you you just don't go there good grief just it, it, if you're talking about gender or race or anything like that and you connect it with a joke it's probably not going to work
10: well i find the people that usually don't find and and i didn't see the tweet Uh, i did not see it so i'm all the information i have is secondhand information but it has been my experience through the years that those people who find nothing wrong with something like that has never experienced anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, for instance, I would say that none of you have ever faced what I faced when I went to get my loan for my first house and my realtor looks me in the eye and says, I will find you a loan officer who will not be prejudiced against a single female.
1: Mm.
10: Well, you know, Or you've never gone to pick up a credential and seen no women allowed in pits printed on it. Yeah
2: yeah that, you know, it, it all relates to the experiences you have had in life that's exactly right and i of course i'm a white male and never ran into any sort of thing like that at all except uh i'm married to a colombian from south america and uh she uh experiences it still every day as a caregiver and it's it's or even going into walgreens or some places it it's out oh, yeah. there it, it's really out there you know i mentioned uh jada's what uh picking hamlin every week is what jogged me into that that line of thought but I, we better get back to that and make our picks and since uh alan's holding the phone up to them i don't know if he can write them down we may have to listen to the tape again or the recording but uh jada you go ahead i mean jada Deb, you go ahead and go first and give us a pick. Oh, Ronnie's going to hold it up now. So go ahead. Okay. I'm going to pick Alex Bowman. Okay. okay. Bowman to Showman. Uh, Ronnie? Uh, come back to me. Come back to you. Uh, yeah. Well, you go, go ahead and uh, put a nine down for me. Uh, who you like there, uh, Greg? Greg? Hey, I, go, I, go, I go with Larson. Okay. Larson. Greg's going to take Larson. And uh Alan?
5: I think I'm gonna go with Joy Logano.
2: Joey Logano. Made up your mind yet?
5: Uh let's
3: see. I'm gonna go with Kyle Bush.
2: Kyle Bush is a good pick. And uh Lanny, if you'll text me yours in, uh we'll uh, we'll get it recorded. Well Deb, um we uh have xfinity race today and once again our our favorite driver here jeremy clements last week dodged every crash out there in the xfinity race uh at talladega and had a gas a fuel pickup problem at the very end when he had a surefire top top 10 finish maybe even better than that and uh i tell you that man's just snake bit this year we he can't he can't get a break yeah i feel so sorry for jeremy it reminds
10: me of something richard petty said many years ago and that was he'd rather be lucky as good any day and uh poor jeremy it just seems like he can't catch a break so hopefully everything will turn around for him at, today at dover and again next week at darlington
2: when you're doing your live remote from darlington yeah and the bud Moore throwback paint scheme but he's uh yeah uh, i thought he'd run out of gas but he came on a another show we have on this station every week and uh um said that it was a pickup problem it was a faulty part they had plenty of gas so uh you know they showed him in slow motion dodging all these that, that one particular crash when he came off the bank and went through the grass and just did a magnificent job and i think another crash happened absolutely right behind him and so uh to go through all of that uh, and, and still come out with a 23rd place finish when you had a top 10 in sight is a pretty heartbreaking. But anyway, yeah, we'll hope for the best for Jeremy. He's, uh, he's our man right here at this station, and and we pull for him very hard. Deb, anything else you want to add before we let you go? Well, I was just going to say one more thing about Jeremy. The good thing is, even though he had a mechanical issue, he came out with a clean race car. So that's always good Anytime you can come out of Talladega with a clean race car. Yeah, not too many people did that. Well, Deb, you enjoy the drag racing today, and we'll uh, um, talk to you in person next week at Darlington. Hopefully, it will be a nice, sunny day like we've got today. I hope so. It sounds good. I look forward to it. All right, Deb. Thank you so much, and uh, you be careful. Thank you. Have a good day. All Have right, you too. You. That's uh, that's Deb Williams. Who uh, who is she? She's the smartest woman I know. And uh, Alan, you, you, your arm getting kind of tired there? <laughs> I know you went to had to go, you had to go to two hands to hold it. Well, uh, it's kind of <coughs> not not too bad. I mean, I think you'd be in pretty good shape holding them fishing poles all the time. Uh, or, or is that in, that's in a holder? That's the
5: real. Uh, that's the really norm. No, you don't hold your rods. No no you, you put them in a holder and you let them go
2: and some computer let you know and, when you got a fish right did
5: i hear you say that uh they let you throw out up to four reels yes you throw out four rods within 20 foot of each other out there so uh sometimes i kind of learned something but uh
12: i know one thing deb deb is really correct about being a pioneer and i know we're talking about other things but yeah it, it it's pretty bad you know there was a time that she would go through the tunnel, and she was one of the pioneer, you know, with Higgins and all the rest of them, and get stopped, wouldn't even let her in the racetrack because she was a woman. NASCAR gradually adjusted this stuff, but at the time she saw a lot of a, a lot of prejudice and misunderstanding of a lot of things. I'm going to that we have her on the show. I will say one thing. I want to thank everybody. It, it, it helps with this show and everything. Occasionally we have a lot of problems and stuff, but we always work our way through it. Always, and, always, we and, always, uh, will. always will, and always will. And once again, this is my Saturday, and the weather's good, and we all here, and we're gonna have it's gonna be a good Saturday. We just hope that our, okay, our, our God does good.
2: Well, that's great, but we're running a little behind here on our next break, so let's take it and come back and talk to Alan, see what he's got on the local scene. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
13: Two stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive through Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive through special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just twenty-two ninety-nine. Ricky's driving west on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive through is open.
9: If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this... And you want it to sound like this.
8: There's the pass to Leitner.
9: Puts it up. Whoa! then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it.
0: Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg.
13: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
8: It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer Combo Meal. Coca-Cola and Fenn are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company.
2: And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Let's get the local scene from Allen Hill. Allen?
5: All right. We're going back up to last Saturday night. We're going to go over to Traverse race Speedway. A rare occasion for Travis Race Speedway to have a two-day deal over there. But uh, they did race last Saturday night. They brought the big Carolina Clash Super Late Models in over there. But also had uh, about five support divisions there. We're going to start off with the Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Kyle Goss. Second went to Brandon Siderfield. Third went to Justin Barber. Extreme Four Division. First place went to Mitchell Coggins. Second went to Tyler Caps. Third went to Dean Riddle. Crate Sportsman Division. First place went to Jesse Smith. Second went to Timmy Smith. And third went to Danny Edmonds. Pure Stock Division. First place went to Jason McGrew. Second went to Kevin Nations. Third went to Joey Kelly. Rookie Divisions. They kind of people look at these rookies and, uh, they kind of hold these rookies. I wished everybody would stay in the stands because our rookies are young people out there. They kind of let them run later on in the show at night because the track gets kind of smoothed off and it's hard. You can't put a young kid out there on a, a wet racetrack and say, go at it. You'll They'll, they'll mess up, or I ain't going to say mess up, but they're getting a bunch of crashes. Then they kind of prolong the the program
2: so uh was that was people complaining about something
5: no i just uh it's kind of like over at cherokee speedway the rookies would always be last and you look up there and people be packing their stuff up leaving the stands and these rookies race just as hard as we do yeah i mean i'd like to see them as a matter of fact uh my daughter she uh up there at chapman high school uh got some friends up there said uh one of them said uh she was talking to her uh, the boy's mother and said she woke up at 4 a.m. Noticed that the shop lights was on out there in the shop. And said she woke her husband up and said, go out there. Went out there and here it is, a high school kid out there at 4 a.m. Working on his race car.
2: Before school.
5: Before school. Hmm. So uh, these guys, like I say, they, they work hard. So stay around and watch these boys race. And uh, I agree. Like I say, rookies, first place went to J.J. Coggins. Second went to Dale Bennett. Third went to Nick Norris. And now for the big super late models that was there, the Carolina Clash. Uh, Like I said, they was at Livonia on Friday night. Come to Travers Rest on Saturday night. First place went to Adam Yarborough. Uh, Second went to Kenny Coggins. Third went to Ross Bales. Now moving over here to Cherokee Speedway last week in the Pure Stock Division. First place went to T.J. Penfield. Second went to Nathan Pierce. Third went to Devin Loveless. Uh, Super late... Super Sportsman Division, first place went to Josh Hoots, second went to Wayne Curtis, third went to Dennis Williams. Street Stock Division, first place went to Blake Bentley, second went to Caleb McLaughlin, third went to Ricky Green. Extreme Four Division, first place went to Scott Collinger, second went to Jonathan Surratt, and third went to Chris Bobo. Young Guns V8, first place went to Ronnie Pinson, second went to Bradley Whiteside, Third went to Ashley Massey. Thunder Bombers Division. First place went to Mark Towell, Second went to Austin Brown. Third went to Hayden Atkins. In the Pro Four Division. First place went to Cody Barber. Second went to Sparks Paris. Third went to Aaron Summit. And now the 604 late balls that paid $1,500 to win. First place went to Dylan Brown. He outrun John Ruggiero. Second was John Ruggiero.
2: That's Mr. Wilson's man. That's
5: Mr. Wilson's man. And third went to Alex Hendren. Uh, Harris Speedway, they was off last week. So uh, we're going to go back to last night. We're going to start back at Traverse Rest Speedway because uh, they had a regular race at Traverse Rest Speedway. First in Renegade Division, first place went to Chris Atkins. Second went to Zane Anders. Third went to Dylan Hammond. Uh, Pierce Stock Division. First place went to Jason McGrew. Second went to Kevin Nations. Third went to Bradley Williams. Extreme Four Division. First place went to Wayne Taylor.
2: <laughs> He's very versatile.
5: Very versatile. Second went to Tyler Caps. Third went to Hunter Anthony. And the Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Dwayne Worley. Second went to Tyler Riddle. Uh, third went to Kyle Gass. Great Sportsman Division. First place went to Chris Jackson. Second went to Timmy Smith. Third went to Brian Bentley. Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to Cody Jones. Second went to J.J. Williams. And third went to Keith Vane. In the rookie division. First place went to Dale Bennett. Second went to Chance Coggins. And third went to Trent Jameson. Uh, Move up to Carolina Speedway.
2: That's in Gastonia.
5: Yep. They raced last night. They had the big Carolina Sprint cars up there. Also had uh, three other divisions supporting it. We're going to start off with the Pro Four. First place went to Caleb McLaughlin. Second went to Brandon Henson. And third went to Adam Percy. And the Pierce Street Division. First place went to John Mullinax. Second went to Dylan Lacey. Third went to Grayson Sutton. And the Hornets Division. First place went to Scott Collinger. Second went to Jonathan Surratt. And third, went to Brandon Spagler. And you hear me say some of these boys twice and 30 times, that's because they'll travel from one racetrack to the other. I see where uh, Scott Collinger and uh, Jonathan Shratt are having a good battle for first and second every week. And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you'll see me call out Jonathan Shratt about three or four times winning. That means uh, that means Scott's got to go back to work. And, uh <laughs> But uh, let's go back to the Sprint Cars, the big main event there. First place went to Jeff Oliver. Second went to Lance Moss. Uh, These next two or three names here. Second went to John Fertucci. Fourth went to Steve Sernickett. And fifth went to Richard Wisdo. And I think that's some of our transplant people from up north that come down because everybody knows when you get up there to Pennsylvania and stuff like that, that's where these wing sprint cars really mm-hmm. come from and some of these boys move down here and they'll be they'll bring their cars with them and they talk to these right local tracks letting them run them
2: but there's that many that are down here that i mean local people with wing sprint cars
5: no there's not but oh. uh it's uh local people uh you have a few most of them get into them open wheel modified divisions stuff like that. Mm-hmm. and uh but uh still put on a good show yeah uh that winged sprint car got that little short wheelbase stuff like it. I guess everybody from around here. Uh, one of the big names is what Steve Kinzer and all. Oh that, yeah. And the Blaney's and stuff like it. You watch them out there at Knoxville Nationals, and that's not that's out in uh, I think it's Ohio. Iowa. Iowa. But uh, like I said, still put on a good show here. They they bring them in here to Cherokee Speedway they actually have to push these cars off because they do not have a starter right and uh they all have to have push trucks and stuff like that how many how big
2: is the field
5: uh they usually have 12 to 15 oh, that's cars. pretty good and, yeah that's but, pretty good i mean they don't race often but they they've got they got like a traveling series well they must be get, paying
2: them to get them to come
5: yes they do okay now as far as uh Uh, Like I said, our super late models, uh, they started off two nights of racing out at Eldora on Tuesday night and Wednesday night. And a guy we was talking about a little bit earlier, first place went to Kyle Larson on Tuesday night. Second went to Jonathan Davenport. Third went to Brandon Overton. Fourth went to Brandon Shepard. And fifth went to Ricky Thornton Jr. Then come back on Wednesday night, First place went to Johnson Davenport, so a good deal for him. Finished the first and the second. Uh, second, that night, went to Bobby Pierce. Third, went to Mike Mahler. Fourth, went to Brandon Overton. And fifth, went to Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, uh, they packed up from Eldora. They had Thursday off, so then they traveled over here to Bristol. They still got the dirt on Bristol. Mm-hmm. So, uh, started two-day deal there. Started off last night at Bristol. First place went to Jonathan Davenport, so that means he's already got two wins in a second this week. So uh, he's, he's looking at a pretty good payday. Second went to Ricky Weiss. Third went to Kyle Bronson. Fourth went to Kyle Larson. A uh, little deal, conflict with Kyle Larson last night at Bristol Speedway. Uh, a deal of uh, having a little bit of transmission troubles, and uh, they had to have a push start. And, uh, they called for the cars up there and, uh, they talked to one official. He said, we get a push truck down here. He was a little bit late. Guess where they started last dead last. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, the Rumley's was not too happy with that, but, uh, Kyle Larson started last and sometimes he started last come all the way on the last lap was running Johnson Davenport for first place, drove it off in there, hit the wall. Mm. Wound up running fourth, but uh, still you just have to kind of stand your ground whenever you think you're done wrong, and mm-hmm. uh they was kind of done wrong. But uh all right, let's get to some local racing as far as tonight. tonight okay. Tonight at Harris Speedway, we got the Charlie Black Memorial. That's at Harris. Uh, they got the Blue Ridge Outlaw late models up there. Going to pay them boys $3,000 to win. Also on the card, we got the Renegade. Great Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Stock Front Wheel Drive, Thunder Bomber Futures. Tire Speedway, gates are going to open up at 4 4 o'clock this afternoon. Drivers' meeting is going to be at 6.30. Pits are $30. Stands are $15. Kids 12 and under get in free. Also, Cherokee Speedway. Cherokee Speedway tonight is going to let the super late models off. We got Thunder Bomber, dual mains in the Thunder Bomber division. If you can win both main events, you're going to get a $500 bonus. So somebody come away from Cherokee Speedway with $1,500. Also, yours, Southern Vintage, Street Stop Division, Pure Stop, Pro 4, Extreme 4, Young Guns, 602-604 Charger Lake Models. Gates are going to open up at 4.30 there at Cherokee Speedway. Drivers meeting at 7. Stands are $10. Giving everybody a little bit of break on this, uh, what we call this uh gas prices and yeah. stuff going on around yeah. here so uh stands for ten dollars to get in at Cherokee Speedway tonight uh Pitts was gonna be 30 so uh pretty weather for racing so not too hot not like it is in August and stuff so get out here and support your local racetracks
2: that, that's it for this that's, week that's pretty much it boy you timed it just right we uh, got 15 seconds Getting better, Perry. <laughs> Well, I try to count you down. I try to keep you on top of it. But uh, All right. Well, that sounds good. Well, we'll come back and jump right into our our uh, results from uh, the other races since we don't have a guest. You're listening to Start Your Engines.
0: Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Oh, yeah. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. We are what you need to know
16: the nfl draft resumes at noon eastern with round four tampa bay's got the first pick today at 106 overall in round three on friday night the atlanta falcons drafted university of cincinnati quarterback desmond ritter 74th overall tennessee selected at liberty qb malik willis eighty sixth overall the carolina panthers drafted Ole miss quarterback matt corral 94th overall in the NBA playoffs Friday night, the Memphis Grizzlies rallied from 10 down going into the fourth quarter to win at Minnesota 114 to 106 and win the series 4 games to 2, advancing to the Western Conference semifinals against the Golden State Warriors starting in Memphis on Sunday. 76ers star Joel Embiid out indefinitely after suffering a right orbital fracture and mild concussion in their first-round clinching win Thursday against Toronto Sixers open the East semis on Monday at Miami. I'm Isaac Lowen Cron.
13: Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app.
17: Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
0: Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck, or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers, with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online
6: today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? A-Plante! Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week?
7: A-Plante!
6: Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a-Plante? All lit. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be
11: open from 11 to 2 on March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street. Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd.
0: Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
1: Gentlemen, start your ring. <laughs>
0: Impex Pre Owned presents Start Your engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore and now here's your host for Start Your Engines racing historian and author Harry Allen Wood
2: and welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines as we uh sort of limp along here we had Donnie Allison lined up for the show but with our our phone problems we uh canceled him and he'll be back on later on he was ready to go though we had him we had him lined up but this didn't happen so uh hopefully we'll get somebody good next week when we're at darlington we're really looking forward to going down there for that that will be uh greg and i gonna have an early start next saturday i'm picking you up at four o'clock in the morning
12: well one thing about it getting up at
2: four for me and you ain't ain't we kind of used to it well i'm not used to four i do six pretty easily but i'm not i don't get up at four o'clock and watch superman like you do
12: well no well, i I done that today and i knew <laughs> you do i knew we'd had some problems up here but you always gonna have problems on radio but
2: well we were up here yesterday morning for a meeting and the phones were fine yeah and other and another microphone was out now right. it's the main microphone that's out, and uh, and the phones don't work, so it's well, anyway, uh, it didn't, didn't take long for all that to get screwed up in a, in twenty four hours.
12: But the thing is, what what I'm so proud of is paired with his knowledge of the board, and <laughs> and, and and Ronnie and, and Alan. I mean, you know, I I can get guests and stuff, but I, when you start using cell phones and stuff, I get a little because some of these guys can't hear real good. But anyway. It's a wonderful Saturday. I'm I, uh, the day ain't ruined, and and
2: we're making the best of.
12: it. We making the best of it. Thanks, y'all. Y'all could are versatile. Okay,
2: well, let's get into what we uh, can go over some results here, and uh, I'll talk slow, and uh, when we when we have to, I, a lull, we'll go fishing. Can I? Can I? Can I ask one question? Yes, sir.
12: I was trying to watch what the Grand Prix race. I know I'm jumping a gun.
2: That's all right,
12: but it, but it, it's in my mind. You well, know? what
2: go? Uh, what is it
12: well anyway, the guy that always runs the so good that we talk about all the time, Lewis Hamilton, yeah, Lewis Hamilton, have they ever got their stuff back on track
2: no they're they 're still running uh
12: the Ferraris and that uh vestal or What's yeah let me get to that in a few minutes yeah. anyway okay. that, that, that's period part of the show but i, I try to keep up for yeah for the
2: the mercedes are having some trouble we'll get to that in a couple of minutes i don't know what the trouble is but let's talk about talladega let's get that out, out of the way they uh they ran the geico 500 last sunday and it was uh as usual as you would expect at talladega a crash fest with uh multiple multiple car crashes And, of course, they seem to always have one coming down for the checkered flag. And what Deb was talking about, uh, what Larson did, well, first of all, Chastain held that inside line. He just stayed where he was, and he was probably going to, if nothing had happened, he was looking at like fifth or sixth, I think. But uh, Eric Jones was leading coming off the fourth turn in that good-looking petty car, the uh, Air Force-sponsored car. But he started getting shuffled back, and right as they came through the trioval oval into the, the straight heading for the finish line, that's when Larson swung out. And when he swung out, he clipped Kyle Busch, uh, Kurt Busch. And when he hit Kurt Busch, Kurt bounced off the wall and took out uh uh Bubba Wallace. Just barely nipped him, and then uh, getting caught up in all of it was uh, Denny Hamlin, So that was two of Hamlin's cars, and that's what uh, uh, made him send this uh, ill-advised tweet to uh, Larson that got him in trouble. And now he has to immediately uh, take I don't know how many hours of sensitivity training. And uh, that's just, you know, all I can say is if you're going to say something uh, on the record, which once you put it out there on a tweet or a text or something like that, an email. Especially an email um you know if it if it involves gender or race or or anything like that i mean you're asking for it you almost always are gonna it's not gonna come out good and especially if you're trying to joke about something which is what hamlin did so uh he's uh uh undergoing sensitivity training and i uh, will see uh see if he uh Cleans up his act a little bit. But let's get back to uh, the Geico 500. Chastain, Ross Chastain uh, from Trackhouse Racing. You notice that was sponsored by the Moose, by the Moose Club. I was an elk when I was in Miami, but this was the Moose. Um, He won the race. He he led the last uh, couple of hundred feet to win it. Austin Dillon was second. Kyle Busch was third. Kyle Larson was fourth, who uh, caused a big wreck behind him uh fifth was martin truex he did get through that one eric jones salvaged sixth when he looked like a pretty good winner and he uh the pretty sure winner i should say uh, he led 25 laps so he had a real good day kyle larson led 32 laps so uh he was uh those were the two uh two of the big leaders william byron read, led 38 laps so there was a lot of different uh leaders and uh 41 lead changes but truex was uh, i'm sorry yeah truex was fifth Eric Jones, sixth. Chase Elliott, my man, was seventh. Michael McDowell had a good finish with eighth. Alex Bowman, ninth. And Kevin Harvey, who still just can't get up there. He did run a little bit towards the front, but he wound up tenth. Going to the point standings, and we'll go to the playoff standings because, to me, the point standings don't mean that much. The playoff standings, now we have two drivers with two wins. And uh, based on the tie-breaking uh, stage points that they've gathered and everything, William Byron uh, is in first place in the standings. Ross Chastain is second. As I said, they're the only drivers with two wins. Third is Kyle Bush, Fourth, Alex Bowman. Fifth, Kyle Larson. Sixth, Chase Briscoe. Seventh, Austin Sendrick. And eighth is Denny Hamlin. Ninth through 16, uh, haven't won a race yet. And that will be Chase Elliott, ninth. Ryan Blaney, tenth. Joey Logano, 11th, Martin Truex, 12th, Eric Almirola in his farewell season is 13th, Kevin Harvick, 14th, Austin Dillon, 15th, and Christopher Bell is 16th, and some of the others on the outside looking in but are kind of close are uh, Tyler Reddick and uh, um, Eric Jones, Kurt Busch, Daniel Suarez, and Chris Boucher. So those guys could break into that top 16. There's a long way to go. Going over to Xfinity, where we've already touched on more absolutely rotten luck for uh, Jeremy Clements. Um, let me back up just a second here for the cup. They uh, race tomorrow at uh, 3 p.m. for the Duramax Dry Dean 400, and that will be on FS1 at Dover. Um, Xfinity. Of course, they ran at Talladega last week in the AG Pro 300. A lot of crashes jeremy missed them all and uh if there i guess there is a silver lining as deb pointed out pointed out he uh um brought back a undamaged race car although i guess they had to push it on the truck since the fuel uh pickup had a problem just just killed another great finish for him noah cragson was the winner jeffrey earnhardt in the uh richard childress larry mack uh Wrenched car. I guess Larry didn't turn any wrenches. He called the shots. But uh, was uh, second. A.J. Almendinger third. Ryan Siege, fourth. Landon Castle, fifth. Anthony Alfredo, sixth. Riley Herbst, seventh. Joe Graf junior, eighth. Mike Miat Snyder was ninth. And Brett Moffitt was tenth. Uh, Drew Dollar was 13th. And uh, he didn't hit anybody. So that was, that was sort of uh, good for him. He's changing his ways jeremy of course as i said he finished he started 34th he had a rotten starting position as i said last week he had to take a provisional to get in and was going to have a top 10 maybe even a top five but he uh ended up 23rd and um just just another big points hit for him the point standings after that race is uh ag G. has got a 40 point lead on noah craxton ty gibbs is 45 points behind and third, fourth is Josh Berry, who's 100 points back. And after that, it really gets uh, pretty spread out. Brandon Jones is fifth. Justin Allgaier, sixth. Ryan Seed, seventh. Sam Mayer, eighth. Austin Hill, ninth. And Riley Herbst is tenth. And Jeremy Clements is 19th. He dropped back one spot. He's only three points uh, out of 18th, which is Alex Labbe, the Canadian, He's 24 points out of 17th, which is Brett Moffat. But you got to go, he's got to get in the top 12 if he doesn't want to race. And he's 87 points behind the 12th place man right now, which is Daniel Hemrick. So, um, they qualified yesterday for the Xfinity race and, uh, at Dover. And actually, Jeremy's, uh, didn't qualify so well then either. He's, uh, the poll went to Brandon Jones with uh, Sam Mayer second, Noah crackson third, Josh Berry fourth, Ty Gibbs is um, fifth, Riley Herb sixth, and you got to go all the way down to uh, the outside of the 12th row in 24th place to find Jeremy Clement. So, uh, I mean, you know, the bad starting spots hasn't, uh, he hadn't qualified all that well, uh, maybe once or twice he has, but the it's not the bad starting spots that are killing him. It's the, it's the screwed up things that happen to him at the end. He seems to overcome the bad starts and he's going to have to do it again today. Greg? No. One thing I was going to say, it's like Buddy
12: Baker told me one time, it's not necessarily where you start, it's where you arrive. So sometimes starting up front, you might cause a wreck yourself because you blow the motor or something. But uh, Jeremy, he seemed to come, he come to the front. And it's, it's been some luck stuff. And they, yeah, they'd have to step up on it qualifying. But like I say, it, it's, it's where you arrive, it's where it pays
2: the money. Yep. And he needs to start arriving a little better. Well, let's hope today he'll be okay as that race will, uh, will run off at uh, 1 30 on FS1. And it is the A game 200. Not sure what A game is, but anyway, that'll be today at 1 the trucks are off this week they will next run friday night at darlington that will be the uh talk about crazy names this it'll be the lift kits for less.com 200 and uh that'll be next um friday night at seven thirty on fs1 the uh they did run at talladega last week after our show so uh the results for that race were, uh, was, uh, Ben Rhodes was the winner. Carson Hosovar was second. Good run for Carson. Third was John Nemechek. Fourth was Parker Klingerman, who's usually on pit road. Fifth was Christian Eckes. Sixth was Joey Logano taking a little tour in the trucks. Seventh was Chase Elliott doing a little double duty. Eighth was Grant Enfinger. Ninth, Matt Crafton and 10th Zane Smith. Uh, points for the trucks as we speak and uh, as I said they run next to Darlington will be uh, Ben Rhodes has a 38 point lead over uh, Chandler Smith Stuart Friesen the Canadian is third, fourth is Zane Smith, fifth John Hunter Nemechek, sixth Christian Eckes seventh Ty Majeski eighth Tanner Gray, ninth Carson Josevar and tenth is Matt Crafton so uh, trucks get the week off Arca they did run ARCA last week, and that was also on Saturday after our show was over. They ran the uh, General Tire 200, which was won by Nick Sanchez. Second was Brett Holmes, third Corey Heim, fourth Thad Moffitt, and fifth Gus Dean. They won't race again until uh, May 14th when they run the Dutch Boy 150 at Kansas, and that'll be a 2 p.m. start on FS1. The uh, ARCA points has a new points leader which i find very interesting is Raja caruth who was an african american young man and um i think he came up through the nascar diversity program so uh rajah caruth is your points leader in arca he has a one point lead over daniel die nick sanchez is third parker chase fourth cory heim fifth tony breidinger which they did interview her and she's a very attractive young lady, is doing a great job. She's sixth in points. Seventh is Gus Dean. Ninth is Amber Balkane. and I got a feeling that might be a female as well. Ninth is Ryan Huff, and tenth is D.L. Wilson. They will run in Kansas on May the 14th. Rushing through this stuff, you better be thinking up some fishing stories over there, <laughs> because we're getting down to it here. <coughs> Indy, one of the most... Uh, I thought enjoyable races of the season last year on a beautiful track is, uh, the um, track down at Barber Motorsports Park in Alabama. And, uh, that's where they'll be tomorrow. And that will be the Honda Grand Prix, Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. Uh, they're qualifying today, probably, maybe as we speak. I've got that over here with the television stuff. But, uh, they, uh, it was a real exciting race last year. And as I, mentioned last week they got a blind hill about halfway through that course and uh they came over the top of the hill and uh joseph newgarden was sitting in the middle of the track sideways and about half of them hit him uh including jimmy johnson who i, I think just nipped him he had his own crash later but uh it's a great course beautiful course and uh, i'd really like to go down there someday and see that it's not that far away to birmingham but the point standings at uh for the Indy cars right now. Joseph Newgarden uh, New has a five-point lead over Scott McLaughlin as the uh, Penske cars battle it out at the top. Alex Palou is third. Fourth is Will Power. Fifth, Scott Dixon. Sixth, Roman Grosjean. Seventh uh, is uh, Renus VK. Eighth, Marcus Erickson. Ninth, Patricio O'Ward. And tenth is Graham Rahal. You come all the way down to uh, 14th to find Jimmy Johnson, who was a Seventy three points behind and definitely uh doing better this year on the since he's running the ovals. Um I can't say that his road course uh um talent has uh, increased that much in a indie car. He was great in a stock car, but we'll find out again today or tomorrow how uh, how he can do on a road course. AJ Fort's main driver Kyle Kirkwood is back in twentieth and he's uh he's got a long way to go the uh greg formula 1 uh here we go the uh now this well let me do the point standings first and then i'm going to say something that floored me but um charles leclerc for ferrari is still leading the point standings second is max verstappen last year's champion third is sergio perez fourth is jo- george russell who is the leading mercedes right now and um, he's, uh, he's doing quite a bit better than his teammate, the seven time world champion. Fifth is Carlos Sainz. Uh, eight. I'm sorry. sixth is Lando Norris and the McLaren. Seventh is Lewis Hamilton, who's 58 points back. So he's got a long way to go to win the eighth championship. Um, eighth is Valtteri Bottas. Ninth, Esteban Ocon and 10th. Still looking good as far as I'm concerned. And the best they've ever done is Kevin Magnuson in the, uh, Charlotte-based Haas Ferraris, independent Ferraris. Greg? Well, that's good. And like I say, uh, there I go with it, like
12: I say again. But Lewis Hamilton dominated, you know, for a long time, kind of like Michael Schumacher did, you know, a few years, and there's been people dominate. There had to be some kind of technological breakthrough at Ferrari. It has to be legal because the Formula One,
2: I'm sure it's legal. It's
12: legal. But there has to be some sort of technology is taking place in the motors or the chassis or something to put them within one season. You know, just just on top of the
2: – and, it's, and that's, that's interesting. Well, it is interesting, and you're absolutely correct. And I think whatever went good for Ferrari has gone bad for Mercedes. I think they've sort of crossed one going in up and one going down. Greg, we'll come back to you. But I'm a little late for the next break, so let's take it and come back and finish with Formula One and the sports cars. And, and something that I found just it knocked me off my socks last night when uh, when I saw it. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
0: Start Your Engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 14983 FAM. Big selection, all great, better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Inpex Pre-Owned, eighty-nine Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you
4: driving no matter what.
11: There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg. Always doing.
9: Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848
2: and welcome back to start your engines and uh getting back to formula one the uh i gave the top 10 so uh here's what floored me this this knocked me for a loop last night because i didn't see this coming the next race for formula one is next sunday the miami grand prix at 3 30 on espn and it is not at homestead they have built a track called the i didn't know any of this how'd this get by me especially since i lived in miami for 20 years but uh they have built the miami international autodrome and it's around hard rock stadium where the dolphins play because I, and I, as a former season ticket holder with the Dolphins, and when it was, uh, Joe Robbie Stadium back in those days, and it's had several different names, I think some, I, I whatever, but they, it now it's, it's, um Hard Rock Stadium. They have a 3.363 mile course. That's pretty long. And the, uh, the race is going to be 191 and a half miles. They're going to run 57 laps, and they're going to do it next Sunday. So uh, I just had no idea that they even had a ra- another racetrack uh, in Miami because I know when I was down there, I d- they didn't run Formula One, but they did run Indy cars down um, on Bayfront Park. You know, around the where the cruise ships are and everything, and uh, I saw a couple of uh, car races there. And even I had a, a sports car race for the prototypes, but, uh, this is something brand new. And I'm looking at this course and it has got a long straightaway, a lot of turns. That's, I can't count them. It looks like a really fine print. There's a whole bunch of turns can tell you that, but they have another, that's not a straightaway. It almost looks like, uh, I can tell you, they're going to take it wide open because, uh, the turns that it has are very gradual. And uh, anyway, that will be next Sunday at 3.30 for uh, Formula One. Moving over to the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, IMSA. They run tomorrow. And that will be at Seca, La, Laguna Seca at 3 p.m. It's a two-hour and 40-minute race. It will be on a 2.238-mile road course. And of course, you can watch it commercial free on peacock, and NBC will have it with commercials. I will probably be doing peacock on my phone uh, there's a lot of racing tomorrow, and we'll we'll get down to it in a few minutes, but there's a a whole bunch of the, 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 almost uh as soon as you uh get home from church, you can start watching race until uh, end of the evening. The uh point standings hasn't changed of course, from um, last time I did this and uh you know they're kind of in pairs except there's one one guy here alone i'm not sure how that happened i could figure it out yeah I, well i was showing you right there i had a i had a, a, a picture of it you see that one long like a uh, the one long straightaway straight but that thing on the back stretch they look like they could be yeah it's just sweeping turns and it is long and i bet you they will be hauling the mail down that but anyway getting back to the sports cars alex lynn and Earl Bamber are leading the standings. They have three-point lead over Richard Westbrook and Tristan Vautier. And then with 32 points all by himself is Tom Blomquist. Fourth is uh, Felipe Albuquerque and Ricky Taylor, Wayne Taylor's brother, who's running tonight at Harris or somewhere. Uh, That's not true. Anyway, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, fifth place is Ringer Van Der and Sebastian Bourdais. And then, of course, our team that we pull for, and they're having some tough luck, sort of like uh, Jeremy, but not not that bad, is uh, Pipo Durrani and Tristan Nunez. And uh, they're 81 points out of the lead. That's a lot to overcome, but they will be uh, uh, out there trying, that's for sure. And hopefully, uh, I talked to Mike a little bit, texting with him, and he said this is not one of their better tracks. It is the first... Uh, Natural track though that uh, you know over natural terrain. It's not a uh, a street course or something like that. So uh, this is the first one they've run on this year. We're going to get way ahead here, so I'll just go ahead and give you the television for today. In fact, as we speak, uh, well, no, it's over. Indy practice. What's on right now on FS1 from ten thirty to twelve thirty is the Cup qualifying, uh, and that's at uh, Dover. Then the Xfinity race, uh pre race is at twelve thirty. The race itself is scheduled from one thirty to four. That is on FS one on Dover. At one o'clock while that's going on, uh Indy Car qualifying at Barber Motorsports Park in uh Alabama is on uh Peacock. Then at three forty five to four thirty, I've got here on Emsa TV will be the Weather Tech Sports Car Championship uh uh, qualifying from Laguna Seca 520 to 550 a half hour there of uh, IndyCar final practice on Peacock and all of this is today so uh, I think the main thing you got to be concerned about here is the Xfinity race which will be as I said at 130 so that's what you want to tune in for that tomorrow um, there's a lot of racing one o'clock is IndyCar from Barber Motorsports Park Commercial-free on Peacock. Rest uh, with the commercials. You can watch it on NBC. And then at 3 o'clock, just about the time, hopefully the IndyCar race will be over. There won't be too much overlap. will be um, the Cup cars at um, Dover on FS1. And um, that's scheduled from 3 to 4. And we do have a lot of overlap here because from 3 to 6, this is why I'm going to have to have a Peacock on my phone going with the uh, commercial-free uh, IMSO WeatherTech Sports Cars from um, Laguna Seca, and that will be at three. It starts at the same time as uh, as the Cup race. So that's all tomorrow. One after another till uh on into the evening. So uh, that kind of wraps up what I've got.
5: Well, we can always go to Darlington next week. Uh, we
2: are going to Darlington.
5: Are going to Darlington? Uh, show will be live from Darlington. Yep. And, uh, I hope y'all have a good time because I think I'll be sitting this one out.
2: Well, so uh, we, may
5: call it, may call in. So just
2: keep your phones on. Well, we do need you to do your segment now. Well, okay. <laughs> you don't have to come in here and do I've it. Seen, uh, you can yeah. do it from the, the bank of the
5: bank of the Skeeter's Pond yeah, for yeah. all I care. There you go. But, uh, uh
2: don't, don't disturb the other fishermen. Maybe but, you better go sit in the truck. Yeah. But, uh,
5: but me and Ronnie was discussing it out there in the, in the, lobby out here you talking about a little bit about the attendance at NASCAR racing and Ronnie was talking about it's just about a little bit too far for him to drive down and drive back in one afternoon and stuff with Ronnie being back from his health problems and stuff but uh, the deal is trying to find motel rooms at at a reasonable price
2: well you know as I've uh, uh, maybe at any price I don't know I tell you what uh, I told you I got to get from the race Track when the show goes off at 12 o'clock to uh, the Colonial Life Arena for my daughter's graduation. I found out it starts at 3 and not 3.30, but I only got to go 80 miles, and I think I can do that. But uh, we're sitting there in my office, and she was, we were talking about going out to eat after the graduation, and she said a particular restaurant she wanted to go to called Hall's. And what I understand, it's, uh, it's along the lines, I think Joe Delaney told me yesterday, it was along the lines of a Ruth Chris Steakhouse she called uh sitting there in my office i think it was wednesday and they said uh yeah you could have had a reservation if you'd called a month ago so uh i mean i said hannah it doesn't have to be the fanciest place in town but you know you better call place uh before everything's gone or we'd be we'll uh be at mcdonald's or something but uh you know um it's busy down there and i think that's part of the reason ronnie said he couldn't even get a room in columbia because a lot of people are going down there to, for graduation and and going Friday night and staying. And uh, Mother's Day is on Sunday. So uh, I'll be back in Spartanburg for that, though. We'll uh, better make a reservation somewhere, though. Uh, but the um, it's a busy weekend next week. And we're really looking forward to going down to Darlington. We got our press c- credentials. on. Um, we got approved. We haven't received them yet. We got them approved on Tuesday. I mean, on Wednesday. And uh, actually, I think it was Thursday. But we're all set now uh a little bit disappointed uh you think they'd have a well they said that the, here they've we got plenty of time here they said that the uh, press room the radio in the media center the radio booth and i don't know how many they got but he said that the guy that i'm dealing with down there his name's uh brent gamble he said that they are so small you really can't even get two people in there which is ridiculous he also does Richmond. He said if it was Richmond, I could, you could bring 40 people. But uh, he said this, uh, these radio booths at Darlington are so small, so he's going to put us out on the midway. Now, I don't know where the midway is, uh, but I have since found out that there is no electrical outlet. There's no tent. And there's no table. It's just like grass, <laughs> or maybe even not grass. It may be asphalt. But fortunately, WSPG AM and FM has a tent uh generator and the tape and i'm gonna bring my own table i'm gonna save tyler Schugert, who is gonna help us on this thing and uh and have us set all this stuff up um i'll give him a break and i'll bring the table
5: well if you're out in the midway and if it's darlington and the way i know darlington and uh don't you worry you have plenty of people to talk to out there (laughs) yeah but i don't know if i trust
2: them (laughs) i want to talk to jeremy and i want to talk to uh Tyler's dying to get Joe Gibbs because you know he was a Washington Commanders fan uh before they changed their name from the previous name. But uh Yeah, we uh, and he'll be there because uh his son probably his grandson's probably gonna win the race. But, but we'll really yeah. be pulling for Jeremy.
5: But talking about motel rooms around here at these racetracks, they're getting too expensive and stuff, but uh me and my brother was talking a little bit this week and talking about these super late bulb boys that travels these series, like I said, there's an Eldora on Tuesday and Wednesday, pack up. It showed them Jonathan Davenport's car was pushing it in the box and on a Wednesday night after the race and said, packing up, headed to Bristol. Uh, them boys, them simple 8 mile rigs, uh, they got them big uh, RV truck haulers yeah. up front. They're about 30 foot long. If you've ever walked up inside of one of them, it's like one of them provost buses uh, usually the super late mall guys have got like the truck driver and two mechanics and uh, that travel with them whenever they pack up on a, say a Sunday afternoon or Monday mm-hmm. and one of them has their wife to go to the grocery store and they'll spend three and four dollars $500 now packing them RVs up with food because once them guys get in there your driver back there at the back has got a full bed mm-hmm. but now the The mechanics and stuff has got pullout beds and it's got a full bathroom in it. You, you're pretty much self-contained whenever Mm -hmm. you leave that shop, they go to the racetrack. They're self-contained right there. They cook right there. They stay right there. And, uh, from one week to the next, they just figure out how many days they're going to have to eat. And that's (laughs) how many dozen eggs you're going to have to have in the trailer and stuff. And, uh, steaks and stuff now that's expensive but but, uh uh, it's
2: it's not like trying to find a motel room every week
5: no uh, just you look at one motel room i mean or two nights of motel room and trying to get your rig into the motel parking lot and stuff nowadays they just go from one racetrack to the other and a lot of the fans that travel this super Late mile series they got self-contained campers Mm -hmm. Uh, you go up to cherokee speedway the week before and stuff these people, they have a party out there, kind of mm-hmm. like they do at, uh, at Talladega last yeah. week that we've seen on, what is it, they call it, Talladega Boulevard. Yeah,
4: yeah, out on the boulevard.
5: <laughs> and and Nor Grayson said, uh, I'm going to be racing tomorrow after he won the, the Xfinity race. He said, but I'm still going to be on the boulevard tonight. <laughs> so, uh,
2: <laughs> You know, um, I was someplace, I was with Greg, I don't remember where it was, but we were at some book signing or someplace a couple of years ago. And somebody was talking about, oh, back in the good old days and the good old days. And Chocolate Myers was standing there and he said, well, I remember riding in a van with about five other guys that wasn't air conditioned eating beanie weenies. And if that's the good old days, I'll take the day anytime.
5: Well, we, me and my brother, we traveled the NDRA, National Dirt Race Association, 1978, and we had a race in Jackson, Mississippi. And we left here in just a... Front seat of a pickup truck and going down there, and we got on a two lane road going in there, and just so happened we got behind, and they gonna laugh because I remember we got behind two cattle trucks <laughs> <laughs> and no air condition. You had the windows rolled down. I said, just pull over and stop for 30 minutes. <laughs> very, let's, let's let them go on. Very fragrant. <laughs> and,
2: well, I gotta take a break here, and we're gonna come back and uh. Probably pretty much like we're doing right now, just shooting the bull for uh, the final segment. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox
15: Sports Spartanburg low prices big selection quality customer service that's nissan of greer get big savings on over 300 new nissans shop our large selection of used vehicles including nissan certified pre-owned plus we're the place for commercial fleets for expert service and if you need credit come and get it ask about military college grad and mobility assist savings too Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details.
14: Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com.
7: Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust speedy lube in inman open weekdays from eight till six for fast fair, and friendly service visit speedy lube asheville highway in inman
17: at Janney, your goals are our priority When you work with Jannie, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, and preferences. Conveniently located in the Spartanburg office, Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
13: River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com.
0: Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3
8: FM, WSPG Spartanburg. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. ba 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 Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company.
2: Start me up, AJ. This is uh gonna be the final thirteen minutes of the show and it's whatever you want to talk about. What you showing everybody over there, Alan? You catch another fish?
5: I caught another fish on Thursday night and uh
2: This down at uh Big D's. Big D's. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar uh, with that
5: one. Matter of fact, it's about eleven thirty, only about thirty minutes left of going to go in the program down there, and I done started turning my back on my stuff and was kinda picking up my stuff and uh I got these little things on the end of my rods out there. They kind of light up if you get a fish on. I have my back to them. You don't
2: and... watch the cork go down, or no? You don't
5: watch no cork go down. You, you, the matter light fact, comes matter on. In fact, I need to leave here in just a little bit, and I got to go get me some of this what's called high vis line. It's either a fluorescent green or a
2: fluorescent orange. The line. The line. Now what what good does that do? It looks like well, the fish when, would say, when, "Look at that's uh, not a well, worm; that's somebody fishing." No, uh-uh. no. Uh,
5: <laughs> if you if you look at that picture I just sent you, you'll oh, you see, send me you'll, a you'll see that it's kind of dark down there on these lakes. I mean, there's some lighting going around these lakes and stuff like that. But uh, but when you you throw that line out there and you throw it out there about fifty yards out there, and the line sinks down in the water, and you're supposed to tighten it up till it gets a little tight on that thing. If you can't see that line out there in that water, uh, you don't know how far you can tighten up on the line, and if, eventually you'll pull your bait, or you'll pull your hooks through the bait, and get them on the outside of the bait. But mm. uh, it's just two or three things. But that's uh, a big fish there. Yeah.
2: How big? Uh, uh, how many pounds was that, that was that one?
5: That was 21.6 six there. That's a carp. Yeah, it's a buff. What we call a buffalo carp?
2: A buffalo carp.
5: Buffalo carp. Is that it's like buffalo, buffalo chicken wings? Uh, a little bit big. They uh, they kinda. They kind of short and fat, but uh, but that's a uh, that's just a little different deal of uh, fish in the lake, and uh, if you can catch one, you you, you pretty much going to the going to the payoff window. Well, like like uh, like a man says in racing, the payoff window is open. <laughs> well, it started op- it started opening up about eleven thirty at night, and I was up there, and by that time I had my back to it. The guy running the lake just so happened he was sitting after on the porch. And I was pretty well close to the weigh-in stand, and he sits right there on the porch looking at the lake, and uh, he got to holler, hey, 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 got one. Well, I turn around, sure enough, well, he comes off the porch and nets it for me, and just as soon as he nets it and puts it up in the net, he looked at me, he said, you might get a picture. This, I think this is a picture taker. <laughs> I said, a oh, picture taker? <laughs> he, he said, yeah. But guess what? Uh, got it up there, weighed it in, and, uh, Went to first place. Went to first place of the night because uh, they pay five dollars a ahead mm-hmm. for everybody. that's on late for the, at the end of a deal, and just so happened, just sitting there, and you know you get up there on that board and you start looking at you. You start looking at the time, and three minutes till time for eleven fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. Boy on the back on the backside over there, I seen his his lights went off. He ran over and grabbed it. Man called out. Uh, next thing I know, he put the fish on the bank and uh, got that white tube out. When you put it in that white tube, that means you' coming to the scales. And whenever you know that there's a twenty-one that was on first place for that hour, and there was an eighteen for second on that hour, I said, "Man, he' gon' he's coming away this fish." That that means, well, that means I'm gone. You know, it's maybe, not, yeah, maybe. But uh, the boy brought the fish all the way around there, and <laughs> about that time, my man just soon as he weighed it. And I like, this, I like this lake because of two things. Just as soon as you take the fish up there, he got a tub of water right there. It's got a little salt in it. Uh, put the fish down in it. Everybody knows salt's good for wounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll kind of help that fish heal up a little bit. Uh, once you get that, you put it over in this trough, that fish slides down in that trough into another bucket, and he pulls up on the lever and... It shows the weight up on a building about 30 foot away that everybody can actually see that weight. Good grief. This is like a
2: football game with a scoreboard and everything.
5: Well, that's just it. You get some of these lakes. It's got the little bitty deal right there, and it's just posted up right there. This man's calling it, and you really can't see it if you're not right up on top of him.
2: Well, I mean, now... Well, first of all, where is this? This is a new one you've never been Big, to before, right? Big
5: D's Lake down in Johnsville. It's, uh, you take, uh, what is it? Highway 9, like you going down towards Chester. Yeah. And you go up underneath that uh, railroad crossing or uh, bridge. And yeah. And go up there. And there used to be an old tractor place on the left going out of Johnsville. Mm-hmm. And you just take a ride at the next uh, uh, road, interesting and Go right out there, just a little piece, and you'll see a big sign right there. It says Big D's Car yeah. now, now He's got his he on Facebook page, and I mean... Well, so do we. <laughs> um, he's he posted up. He looked at me. He said... Oh, that's the picture taker. He said, that's the picture taker. You'll be on Facebook in the morning. And uh, uh, I had three people show up at the restaurant next morning. He said, seeing you caught a big fish last night. I said, man.
2: <laughs> I just didn't know it, but... Uh, well, now... um. I'm interested in this weighing the fish now. It's weighed in while it's still swimming around. No, uh. Uh-uh. Oh, well. Oh, I mean, shit. you're talking well, about it was sliding down this and going into another you, bucket. You and... kind of put you in a trough.
5: It's like a big trough, right? Okay. There. And you put him in there, and you slide him out, and you the man will actually look at the fish right there. I ain't yeah. gonna say some people might throw a little dead down his well, throat. I, I and told stuff you, that. Like I, that. I mentioned I mean, that weeks ago. Yeah, but. uh yeah, do that, and then once he pulls up on, once he puts that, that fish in that tube there, he got mm-hmm. another tube there, it's about, uh, I'd say about three foot, opening's about 18 inches, he'll slide that fish in there, he pulls up on the lever, and it it picks the fish up in that tube right there, and then once he weighs it, and both of you stand there, both of you's looking up at the board. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, it this way, the guy that I sit beside Tuesday night, he caught one just so happened. There was a 19... He goes by 19.5, 22.5, 5, 24.5 is what we call jug fish. His jugs are getting up there, down there, because every time somebody comes in, you put $2 a piece in the jugs if you want to go try for the jugs. And a couple of them's got six $700 in them. Wow. Yeah. How many acres is it? Uh, about five acres, Greg. But uh, he had... Well, we, we'll get into this a little bit
2: later. But, uh, we well, got six minutes. Well,
5: the that guy there, he looked at me whenever I netted the fish, he looked at me and he said, that's a pretty good sized fish right there. I said, yeah. He said, that might be that 19.5 jug. Took it over there, put it in that trough of water. Uh, whenever he lifted it up, he looked up there at the board. It blinked the first time at 19.6. Then it stayed at 19.5. And the guy looked at Eddie, the guy that runs the lake there, mm-hmm. he said, call it, Eddie. Call it before it goes to 19-4. <laughs> so, uh, well, well,
2: well, why is it going down? Well, it's I mean, drying out? Or well,
5: I say drying out. Sometimes the water gets in the bottom of that jug, and if it's dripping out, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's that's a part of a deal of a, don't get me wrong, a long time ago, me and Larry Pearson fished and uh, used to before we got these jugs and stuff. You used to to take the fish all the way around the lake, and uh, Larry looked at me, and he said, it's going to be close. Just drag him in the dirt. Drag him (laughs) in the dirt. (laughs) I said, man. Feed him a rock. yeah, Drag him in the dirt before you get around there. But Nowadays, that's one of the reasons these guys got this uh, bucket of water out there that you put them in and stuff like that. That night, I got home about uh, by the time I got home, it was about one o five. Took my shower, got in bed, I felt bad yesterday because I've been used to going to bed about 7.30 every night mm-hmm. and uh, my wife looked at me yesterday and we picked up my grandboy, boy, looked at me and she said you going fishing again tonight? I said, honey I'm going to bed tonight <laughs> at 7.15 last night. I went and crawled that bed. She looked at me and she come in there she said, you already? I said, yeah. I said, the guy's got a tractor trailer load of carp coming last night they were supposed to arrive at that lake at 3 a.m. He fished at 2 a.m. last night from 6 to 2. Mm-hmm. Had a tractor trailer load of fish coming in. He said, anybody wants to stay over and help me get these fish over in that lake, be more than welcome to it. like for, you know. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said, well, Pete, that's why I'm going to bed at 7.15. I might get up at about 1 o'clock, drive down there and help him get them fish. She <laughs> said, nah, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> now,
2: uh um uh it's not even dark at seven fifteen.
5: oh you can make it dark
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
5: can make it dark without an eclipse. yeah <laughs> all you gotta do is close them eyes but
2: uh close the curtains i thought but, was what you but I also
5: say. like i said i had a good time down there uh learn a lot that's one thing you need to do is go to don't get set i done got sitting away the out there at skeeters carp lake and it was pretty much uh a deal of uh you can't can't like, tell me just, nothing. Just like I said, it's a lot like racing. You you think you got it, then you go to a different track and you find out you really ain't got it at all. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, the boy that sat beside what of me. Bait? I hate to you. The to be bait rule. Bait rule is uh just can't have nothing. Can't have nothing that hurt the fish. Mm. I mean that's uh the bait. The bait. The bait deal is the bait deal is uh if he comes around, he starts checking bait. You better be willing to pee in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, pretty much of a deal of uh you better be able to you better be able to want to eat it yourself if if it's uh, if it's, uh now uh, I see why you
2: said you were flavoring it with something one time. Yeah, you you might it. have to oh, eat it.
5: Man, they, they they's all kind of flavoring out well, here.
2: Well now yeah. let me before we run out of time here, we got about <laughs> two minutes, two and a half. Uh you gotta wait till two o'clock in the morning to see if you won April. Yep. Up at uh, Skeeters. Up at Skeeters. Will they pay off at the... Uh,
5: yeah, I can go fishing this evening, and I can fish from 6 to 2 this morning at Skeeters this afternoon, and uh, at the end of the night, if nobody else has got it, uh, nobody's beat my fish, I get, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, talking about Skeeters, the owner of the lake, the guy that's doing it right now, he is kind of pretty much uh, just renting it on a month-to-month basis and kind of find out the owner's wanting to go another way. Just come to find out, too, that another carp lake is up in Henrietta or Marietta somewhere. That guy's coming back into there. He's wanting this carp lake at Skier's to open up a second carp lake. So now this guy's got to close everything out. So I'm probably going to get monthly, and I'm going to get the money for the yearly. Wow. So now I can go back when this new owner takes over. Now I can go back and try to get me another yearly.
2: Good for you, but man, this is, <laughs> let, but uh, in the last minute we got. Let's close out on the racing. Twenty-five T getting any closer to the track?
5: Well, that's just yeah. I didn't have too much to do this week, and I told Mister Wilson uh, might be working on it. And uh, I walked out there and I looked at it. And it's just, it's, it's just. I ain't gonna say too costly, but uh, for what for what it is, it's it's just. It's not in the question. I mean, I'd have to start with a brand-new car. I'd start have, really? to I'd have to start building a brand-new car. This car uh, mm-hmm. we got out there right now, our rules was 3,200 pounds. This car was inch-and-three-quarter road cage because I love my son-in-law. And uh, yeah. don't get me wrong, uh, to get it down to 2,800, I'd have to cut the whole road cage off of this car, go back with an inch-and-a-half chrome molly car. Chrome molly tubing is a whole lot lighter. But it's, it's just as strong, but uh,
2: costly. That's costly.
5: That's exactly right. And uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I just they having a good time at Lake Greenwood now. Matter of fact, done drop my grand boy off at the house, and uh, they headed to Greenwood.
2: So- well, they're listening. We will be uh, hoping y'all have a safe afternoon on the jet ski. Next time you hear from us, we'll be at Darlington. And uh, I hope we're somewhere near the racetrack. So, uh, everybody, uh, keep it between defenses. Natalie, get our table ready. You've been listening
0: to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved.
1: Let's go!
0: The home for Bump and Run with Tyler Sugart. Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM
1: WSB